Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 9, Back to Jerusalem. For over 70 years, the Jewish people are resettling and rebuilding Jerusalem. The story is set around 460 BC, and now a second wave returned from Babylon. Episode 3, Return to Jerusalem, Take 3. The Persian government supports the return to the land, financially and morally, and Persia's king commissions Hebrew leaders. Now, in 464 BC, Queen Esther's stepson takes the throne. Persia's fifth king, after King Cyrus, King Artaxerxes of Persia. Seven years into his reign, the Hebrew people ask if one of their scribes may return to Jerusalem to teach God's laws. They choose Ezra, meaning a help or support, with strong vision. He is a scribe and priest descended from Aaron. King Artaxerxes grants his permission and issues a royal decree. Persia's king sends Ezra to investigate the conditions in Jerusalem regarding the teaching of God's laws. He supplies Ezra with a traveling party, gold, silver, wheat, olive oil and salt from his royal treasury. The king also acknowledges Ezra's God as the God of heaven. He asks Ezra to appoint judges over the Hebrew people in his empire who will teach God's laws. The king says that those who disobey the laws are to be punished by death, exile, confiscation or imprisonment. So a road trip to Israel begins. It is Nisan, spring, the year is 458 BC. 81 years since the first group of Hebrews returned from Babylon to Israel. In the second group returning with Ezra, there are hundreds, and they meet at Ahava Canal, meaning love. Ezra has not requested a royal escort and asks the people to fast and pray for God's protection. Then he appoints and dedicates 12 men, as well as the items that they are taking to Jerusalem. After a journey of about four months, the party reaches Jerusalem unharmed and they rest for three days. Then they go to the temple with the Persian wealth, hand over the king's letter and make offerings to God. Ezra learns that leaders and officials in Israel are marrying locals and repeating the trends from before their exile. He is distraught, tears his clothes, hair and beard, and at the evening sacrifice goes to the temple to talk to God. Ezra is approached by a man called Shechaniah, meaning God has dwelt or is a neighbor. Shechaniah suggests that the people make a promise to God and send their foreign wives away. So, as Shechaniah proposes, Ezra starts with the leaders, priests, Levites, and they take an oath. Now a message is sent to the Hebrew people in Israel. The people must meet at the temple within three days. If not, their property will be confiscated. It is pouring with rain, but the people gather to hear Ezra. He says that they must confess their sin and get rid of their foreign wives. Only a few in the crowd disagree, and over the next three months, investigations are held and recorded. Meanwhile, in the Persian royal court, a man called Nehemiah, meaning Yahweh comforts, is King Artaxerxes' cupbearer. Nehemiah's relative, Hanay, meaning God is gracious, is visiting Persia from Judah, but Nehemiah is saddened by what his cousin tells him about Jerusalem and the Jewish settlers. Four months pass, 
It is now the month of Nisan, the time of the Hebrew Passover. King Artaxerxes notices that Nehemiah, his cupbearer, is unhappy and asks why. Nehemiah says he is upset about the state of his homeland and the king asks what he would do about it. Now he takes the opportunity to ask the king for permission to go to Jerusalem and rebuild its city walls. The Persian queen, probably Queen Esther, the queen mother, sits beside the king as he grants Nehemiah's request. King Artaxerxes writes official letters to give Nehemiah favor with local governors in the area. Then he provides a military escort and a troop of horsemen for the four-month journey to Israel. In 444 BC, 13 years since Ezra led the second group of returnees, Nehemiah leads a third group back to Jerusalem. Three days after arriving, Nehemiah and some aides make a discreet nighttime inspection of the city walls. They discover rubble, broken walls and burnt gates. The next day, Nehemiah approaches the city leaders and explains his royal commission. Nehemiah organizes work parties of people from within the city and the countryside. The teams come from all walks of life, men, women, goldsmiths, perfumers, merchants and priests. Together they work on Jerusalem's walls and ten city gates and towers nearest their homes. High priest Eliashab, meaning God leads back, leads work on the Sheep Gate, which is completed first. You can read these stories in the Bible books of Nehemiah and Ezra. Nothing in the Bible books is without purpose. If a date is mentioned, it has an importance to the context of the story, now and in the future. A knowledge of the Hebrew calendar system brings light to the entire story. It's not the same as our current Western calendar, so to better understand the story and its seasons, a Hebrew understanding of time is needed. For example, the word yom, meaning day, also means a period of time. And the Hebrew yom, the Hebrew day, starts at sunset. The story is interwoven. Track back the roots to see its beginnings and look forward to see its conclusions. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.